Hi, welcome to AfterBuzz Westworld. We're going to be talking about this new episode, Virtue of Fortuna. Oh, it tastes so good. Oh, yummy, yummy. Oh, come back. We talk about it. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ooh, this is just, so fun. And then it settle. wasn't. Just settle into it. Yeah. The last thing I expected to hear on the sitar is I know. White Stripes. It's yeah. a good cover, though. It fits so Army. well. It fits so yeah. well. Yeah. Welcome to Westworld. We're talking about all the sort of things. I'm Dave. Introduce yourself, everybody. I'm Joelle. <laughs> hey, guys. Job, how's it Joelle. going? Carrie here. I'm Bernard. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm Nate. Yeah. Oh, oh, or am I? Or is he? Bernard. Full panel. Yeah, yeah, full panel. Hey. First full panel. This is the this is the host. These are the hosts for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the season, and we are all robots. That doesn't look so. like anything to me. <laughs> Yeah, you keep saying that, man. You keep saying that. Every time you look at these cityscapes in the back, you're just like, doesn't look like anything. Okay, so we're going to talk about this new episode, episode three of season two, uh, Virtue et Fortuna. Do we actually find out what that means? I, I, can you look that Virtue up? and fortune. It's Latin. Virtue and fortune. That's yeah. it. It's very it's easily translatable Latin. Okay. Virtue and fortune. It's yes. done. No uh, one is virtuous in this episode, though. I know that. Well, I guess maybe right at the end. You're right. You, no, actually, you there's, in the middle. they use that a lot. There's also, we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, I do want to start talking about the first new park that we've seen. <gasps> In this, in in the West World, we don't know what park number this is. No, but you guys were saying that they've updated the the website, the Dallas website, and we do have a name for it because in my notes, I'm just calling it India World or Jungle Book World. <laughs> oh boy! But it's it actually does have a name. What is it? It's called the Raj, like Garage. the fancy new nightclub. Yeah. I feel like we should do an SNL skit for a while. Uh, in the Raj. Uh, right. Last sometime last season. Uh, actually at the end of the season when people were going crazy data mining the website for Mm -hmm. more information there was the name Raj World was found Mm -hmm. Uh, so that was the working name that the the theorists were using it just kind of sounds like it's weird because it sounds like just a guy named Raj his world it's the Raj it's just my world it's the Raj it's the Raj world you come right there okay let's no please no okay I know where the line is but you did the Italian and that was that's Italians you can make fun of. Italians. <laughs> oh, okay. Italians are just... Right. We know where the line is now. They're just... Uh, they're just uh, white people that make yummy stuff. It's You can't... There's a line. But you're just accessing past memories. That's all that was happening there. Oh, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I thought this world, the Raj, was like... It's interesting because when you think of Westworld, you think it was a park built for people trying to kind of recapture that American dream of the West. And this was this kind of British colonial dream. Of, the colonizers were strong. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I mean, super colonizers, super like, I just want to go someplace where I can have the, the, the people who live there be my servants. And then I'm going to go off and kill beautiful animals. But if you think about the time period, so you're looking at like mid 1800s to early 1900s, maybe 1920, like there's whole eras of romantic fiction exactly. that evolved oh, of in that like, right. in that area, in that space, in that time. Uh, the Little Princess, there's a lot of recalls to that. Mm-hmm. So it, 
makes sense to me that that would sell. Oh, so I don't think people of, like, should the go there, though. I would yeah. feel very dirty well, being it's there. Well, it's like going on the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland, and you're just like, oh, it's like the romanticized version of that time. It's a similar vibe yeah. of you're going to ignore... Except there's not a bunch of brown people serving you there. No, yeah, well, but, but, that's, you're but that's because that it's in... Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're all getting excited. I, I think the thing uh, is, the thing is, it's like you got to remember who they're catering to, and it's the super, 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 super rich. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's like the extra rich. So, of course, they're going to want to have the most richest kind of colonization, like well, white people shit that they're gonna have. It's like it was. It, I thought it was kind of very on the mark because it kind of showed. Really, what the park was for, and it's for the rich. It's so it, just it decadence. For it looked sure. to me like it might have even been like a almost like a World War One era. Uh, yeah, especially with that sh- pistol that she used. I think so. I think it's um, like of that time period, right? 20s, 30s, so I th- yeah. it might be another one of those things of it's just a place where they can you know do whatever they want to do, but they've got that setting of the backdrop of the war going on in that. And area. it seems to be a big uh, the part of maybe one of the main games of that world is like hunting. Because they brought that up a lot. The idea of big game hunting where you're not actually hurting endangered species right. is thrilling. That's actually a good idea, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. skip all the park if I could yes. just go to the hunting park and be yeah. like, you won't be hurt. Mm-hmm. It's, like, exciting and thrilling, mm-hmm. and no actual animals will die. Right. right. Or actually hurt you. Uh, AK, ABK88 says, where's Shuri to call the colonizers on their shit? Sure, should have been there. Yeah, yeah. Have them out, being like, no. Uh, and someone yeah, said we're taking kinda, those guys down. Some people in the chat said it had an Indiana Jones vibe yeah. too. See, like that's True. almost a romanticizing of that. Oh, oh, oh very much definitely. Yeah. All and, that jungle exploration. So we yeah. have we have two characters here, and they're they're kind of hooking up, and also realizing that they're yep. not hosts, but we don't know really what their names are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I tried I to even look them up on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Well, they the don't say it to each other, so and they don't familiar. introduce themselves. They don't either. say it to each other. They don't introduce. I don't think we need to find it, but we just we hadn't seen that guy before. Right? We hadn't or seen that guy. Very familiar to me, so I wasn't Grace, sure. By the way, it is okay. Grace, according to Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. We're gonna see her again. I'm sure. Okay, yeah, I'm sure oh, yeah. because what we see from her is that she finds she's going ben, Bengal hunting she finds the Bengal uh, and also it seems like the everything that has been happening to the other park has just now started yes. happening at this park mm-hmm. so we have a good time frame she's like an introverted version of uh, the man in the black hat like as far yeah. as like like in, and bit. his introduction as man in the black hat before we know his whole back history and yeah, everything yeah we don't know like, if she's introverted she's like a hunter well, not, I'm sorry not introverted what I mean is he's all like lusty and power and I'm gonna like control everything here and I'm very into this game she is very into this game but she also like I don't want to have sex with robots or at least that was the vibe that I was getting well, from her well what I'm getting from her also is that she's she's distrustful and you get a sense that maybe she knows what's going on behind the park yeah she's mm-hmm. definitely not a that. new she's not a new player yeah, yeah it's all that no, yeah. that data mining also right. that's mm-hmm. actually happening because that's why she doesn't want to sleep with a robot. She mm-hmm. doesn't want that being captured. She was distrustful of even the mirror. Like, she looked at the mirror during the... Well, I wouldn't put it past them to make one of us think that mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. we're real and mm-hmm. really we're hosts. Also, I do, have to, I do have to point out, she was never shot. It was never really exactly. tested. Exactly. A couple people pointing that out mm-hmm. in the chat, too. It's like, yes. you shoot him, but he never but also, shot her or asked. Yeah. yeah. So, also, the... Uh, Wow, now nah, I forgot about that part too. But yeah. her, but her booklet, Joelle and I both noticed when we were yeah. watching uh-huh. that. I, 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 my second time through, I, I paused it to look, and it's like a map, and it's not really a map of anything that of any significance. But there is like an emblem that's sketched on the map. I'm not sure if it's just like 
an emblem that's there or if it's supposed to be like a location on the map. But okay. we see that emblem later on uh, when Bernard is in Abernathy's head. Oh, So good. she's got to be part of, I don't know if this is, she's part of like the same group that Charlotte Hale is in mm. and it's just in a different part of the park. Yeah. Uh, but she's definitely got some ulterior motive going on Would that you, she was trying to keep hidden from that guy. Too. There's also, there's what's interesting is we see the end of her story when she gets well, attacked by the Bengal. end. Of this no, no. Yeah. Well, I'm saying <laughs> this episode. the end of the episode. Yeah. We the see conclusion her, of her little mini arc. Yes, right. we yeah. see her again washing up on the shore of Westworld and uh, encountering Native Americans. The so white going, nation. So going ghost, from ghost India ghost to Ghost weird. Nation. <laughs> And I was thinking I'd go to that the park. white on their paint. You know, yeah. yeah, they're known as Ghost bad. Nation, I think, also because of their connection with the the um, the spiritualism of, of what's actually happening. Mm. Yeah. They connected it with them being ghosts and them being uh, gods that are coming down. Do you guys think Remind me to come back to that later when we do Okay, before we move on from Grace, I just want to point out, is this the first time that we've seen two humans have sexual intercourse on the show? Uh, that's hard to say. I feel... Like yes, I think Maybe. it is. It's just—it's a very interesting thing to me. It seems well, like everybody goes to these parks as an escapism, and the idea of a genuine human connection is not really what they're looking for. As uh, we talked about last week, like being with you was like looking into a mirror, um, and everybody likes looking in the mirror. It's interesting that this is the first character not interested in that at yeah. all. Right, right. Uh, two, human, as far as we know. Two quick things: Xavier Jones says uh, she's a double agent from a rival company. Um, also with the uh, Ghost Nation quite a few people are thinking that they are awake and doing like their own special things slash protecting people that's what I was going to bring up I think there's maybe we also see the Ghost Nation going after Lee Sizemore specifically going after him Mm -hmm. uh, later on in the episode so maybe when she watched the shore she could even be controlling the Ghost Nation because one of the things Mm. we're noticing uh, from this week's episode and previous episodes is how Westworld and the world works out is you find the captain of it, you befriend them, you have them give you their men. Their faction. And then suddenly they're under your control. And that seems to be a big way of kind of rising up the ranks in Westworld and potentially all the other worlds too. Okay, so let's move to, I think, uh, the main storyline that's happening right now with Dolores slash Wyatt showing up to, uh, going up to the fort. And she's looking to get her own men. She's looking to get... In the previous episode, she got a good group of Federales from... Confederate. Master Major Craddock, which is a great name, the guy with the mustache. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was her getting her army, but she has to go to the actual tyrant. She needs Mm -hmm. cannon fodder, pretty much. That turns out to be what she wants. And I love the, like... Talking about what's happening, who the fighters are going to be, having him look at his at, look at the gun and how powerful the gun is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good just as far as a military trait. That's just a really good trade to be like. So you're using these weapons that take forever to load and only have so many shots. Here's a gun where you mm-hmm. can literally take out a person in two seconds. Uh, and then, man, I feel really bad for that engineer. And his face melted off and was then just used as kind of like uh, a test presentation. Yes, <laughs> it's really sad. Yeah. 
But I like that we're getting more of her military strategy, and it looks uh, like we'll be going more into that, like, guerrilla warfare we had when uh, the guys showed up with their, like, ATVs. Um, and especially mm-hmm. as we Which, move into other areas. I love the soldiers. They're wars. like, what are those? Yeah, the faces yeah. of just like, this is not, those are, This is where not are what we horses? signed up for, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> they have no idea of all this stuff. And, uh, and also we see that she introduces herself as Wyatt when she walks yeah. up. So she still has a lot of, of clout with Wyatt. And of course, when Wait. she sees uh, Abernathy, I guess we're skipping a little bit ahead of mm-hmm. Bernard and, and Hale... Oh yeah, we should talk about. Oh, we'll get back to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Sorry, all, I skipped over it, the. It's all. There's a lot. There's a lot like going this. on. Um, so let's put a pin in Dolores right now, and just go back a little bit and talk about Bernard and Hale and how they are reunited mm-hmm. after this is the 11 months after the incident. So this is when everything has gone uh, topsy turvy, and all the people came by, and the flood has happened. The flood has happened. Bernardo says, I, I did that. All of that mm-hmm. stuff has happened. So we're at that time period. 11 months? Yeah, I believe that's what it is. Or is it 11 I days? Think it's like t- uh, yeah. I think it's like, it's it's like two weeks. It's yeah. 11 days. Yeah, it's yeah 11 like days. it's been 11 days. It's like 11 months. Um, Sorry, okay. Before we get to that, random quick Damn. thought. Somebody suggested that the girl in Raj world is uh, Man in Black's daughter. Potentially. <laughs> Your phone liked that idea. I was like, oh, that could be really interesting. And then also, also quick thought, too, is that the ghost... Nation uh, have Maeve's daughter, but as a way of protecting her. Maybe, maybe. You know okay. Who else is protecting us? Who? Looking out for us, oh. making sure that we get like really good guidance and information. It's Maria Menounos. For those of you who want to learn and have fun and grow in all areas of your life, we have a really great podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know it was us who sent you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Check it out. Yeah. Do it. All right. So back to where we are with 11 days. Yes. 11 days later, Bernard is with the uh, the military group that have, that have come down, and they go into the tunnel where um, to get behind the scenes, and they see how, like, it's just a bunch of bodies. Call back to the original movie, by the way. How so? Just in that, uh, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, we do have a person on fire running down uh-huh. the hall. Um, the whole uh, just long gray hallways without really knowing where you're going. Like a lot of the visual aesthetic was from the final climactic scene mm-hmm. of the film. And I right. thought it was just a really nice time to just be like, hey guys, we're in a throwback. <laughs> just remember yeah, the just, source material. Just remember yeah. it. I love that when the girl's giving the report, she's like listing everything that's going off. She's like, yeah, floors 42 through 45 are still on fire. And it's like, okay, yeah. they're on fire. So it happened. And then we see her with the flamethrower, and it's like, oh, uh, that's why it's that's on fire. Why. I love she's sheet. in there with the dragon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was great to find out yeah. she's alive. Oh, we were like, yeah. yes. Yeah, I was yeah. really, I thought we weren't going to get Armistice back. So I'm really yeah, glad. it's really Although, good to when get they, Armistice. When we got her in, the, in episode two in the flashback, and she was the sheriff, I knew she was going to be back. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of knew she was going to be back. And I'm curious about, like, ingrained in her story is to go against Wyatt. So I don't know if there's going to be something, a confrontation between her and Wyatt, Dolores, Mm -hmm. when they meet up. But yes, okay. 
We'll get to that in a second. But I also want to talk about just, we have Bernard meeting up with Hale. and Oh, that was fun and awkward. She's like, oh, you got out. And you're like. Oh, you're safe. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and it's it also showed that maybe they haven't seen each other since that and since they split up mm-hmm. in during this time. There's a big question of what has been happening during those yes. eleven days, and that's what a lot of this flashback is about. It also shades in the fact that Bernard has nowhere safe. Every mm-hmm. everybody is like, "You are suspect, sir." Right. Oh, I like the quick test though. To find out if someone's a host or not, like the neck thing, I'm like, uh-huh. I know, but it was nice to remind. It's good to be a reminder because that is something that we're never quite sure of. Yeah, so it's good that they have that. Like and they that, need more of. But those. we know Bernard passes that test, right? Did they do the test no. on him, or no? Mm-hmm. They just looked at his picture and they yeah. were like, "That one guy came in." They yeah, did okay. the uh, like fingerprint thing on the doorway, mm-hmm. and that was like a the DNA, DNA test, thing. Yeah. But that's not a device mm-hmm. possibly in your neck to be like host or right. Okay, so. Talking about Peter Abernathy and like, where have you? Do you know where he is? We seem to keep losing track of him. That brings us back to the flashback of what's happening during those eleven days, and with Dolores, and also meeting up with Peter Abernathy, saving him mm-hmm. from. Uh, okay, so I love uh, Rivas. Oh, uh, Stephen Ogg? Yeah, and it's great that to have him be such a part of this because yes. of Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, so you know weird. he's coming back. Uh, yeah. You know they just created like a Billy the Kid. Mm-hmm. He's gonna swoop in one of these episodes and be like, just "Well, smoke <laughs> it was so funny too you to know have him out- switch and be virtuous, right. and everyone's pointing out like that. I will escort you. Let me help right? you. He's out there. Chase, he's still out there. We're gonna <laughs> find out she's fine. Well, yeah. we do, saved her. We do see his end though. Because in the first episode of season three, right. yeah, he's out. He is out there. There mm-hmm. is that question, but we of, don't know if if they need air. I mean, we still have know. all these eleven days. Maybe they're sleeping. Maybe they're sleeping. And also, we we got it does answer the question of why in that first episode of episode three, mm-hmm. when we goes like done hand the lady, mm-hmm. and you're wondering like yeah. why is that guy defending? Why, why is he acting like that? Mm-hmm. Why is he a white? Yeah, man? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, they I kind love- of. They answer that, and I also love this new superpower that Bernard has, which is being able to hack into people, like, direct <laughs> line. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's something they Though, if he can keep yeah. his own hands steady as he's yeah, touching those he numbers. I know. He's... I was waiting for him to get some more brain juice. Yeah, he needs... Yeah. Does he need more brain juice? Is that he what he couldn't like even it? walk. It his seems like leg, he's got a He leak. was limping, too. And that's right. He's on. really hurting. And also, I think he's just trying to figure out... I think his... I think a lot of that is physical forms of the existential crisis. Oh he's yes, also absolutely. I don't know. We're seeing a lot of the same shaking in Abernathy. That might be true. That might be true. So mm. we we're back with Abernathy, mm-hmm. um, and he has a whole thing going on where he's he keeps going in between all the different characters that he has. But he also has. We find out he has this thin veil of a of a storyline to get him onto the train. Yes. It's like a third personality. That's. Right, like cheaply made. Because the last time yeah. we saw him, Hale was putting, uh, was trying to get all this information into him mm-hmm. and to get him out of the park. Yep. that was Hale's mission. Well, it's smart given the thing of like, when you get on the train, get out. Like, so that's he's trying to complete his mission. Yeah, and he's also disguised as one of the guests for the yeah. the opening, Hilarious. so he just looks like one of the many guests. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine being like tied up with him. He's like, oh, this guy's really losing it. <laughs> it's just, not good. Oh, right. I gotta get to yeah, the Yeah, Lewis Hurtham. I loved his acting in this too, of like the twitches and the he is vo- the vocal, uh, all the noises he was making. It was just like, oh he's, wow. He's doing like he. I'm really curious about what he's doing 
with this character because we have this great moment when he does end up with Dolores, mm-hmm. um, where Dolores is talking to him, and it just reminded me of like talking to a father with dementia. Mm. And talking to someone who's mm-hmm. suffering from Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. where it just unrecognizable, unrecognizable, and then this brief moment where it just takes you right back to the relationship, and they're talking. You see, Dolores is missing being Dolores in a lot yeah. of ways, yeah. and the warmth that he had as a father, but she also knows that's all fake, and it realizes this was really well written episode because when she talks about, and you always said what you. What everything that you said when every morning you said, are you going to take in this natural splendor? Something like mm-hmm. that. Natural splendor was enough of a trigger for her to be like, it's not natural. None of this is natural. Yeah. So it was just, you saw that in the moment. And it was a great scene. Well, splendor is a word we've heard programmed into them a lot. Yeah. Especially in these, just these mm-hmm. first three episodes. And I love how we're getting these moments of like, that's clearly your programming that's a choice and trying to figure out like how how what that range is right is really yeah. interesting and that's you recognizing that that's just your programming which yeah. is another thing but every time there's a repeated word or phrase or sentence I'm like oh, oh who's so controlling sad. this game really right well not a programming thing but could Bernard be trying to upload any of the stuff from Abernathy to himself I don't think so because I think he needs to be directly. I don't think there's. I a mean, Wi-Fi. we never see it, but could he directly plug in? He somehow? might eventually do that. Yeah. But also, just to check in, what is all that information? Is basically a core code. It, we saw one access use, like a key of one access. He was able to get into one thing. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of forced. He, he had been trying to one force of them it unlocked. In, right. And he, and he kind of busted. And that's basically all the information that'll unlock everything that they've been getting of all the data mining of all these uh, rich folk. That is really mm-hmm. the, the game plan of Hale. That's what we assume. Yeah, we, there is there is some valuable information that was yeah. gathered at the park that they want extracted. We the don't know exactly what it is. It's just like this is the surface right. thing. Yeah. This could be really right. what's under Here's it. Here's an answer. Here's two more questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but right now we think it's to access the stuff that Hale and uh, the Man in Black have been trying to, to yes. mine. And also just have. what she needs to get out of the park. Yes. Because mm-hmm. not coming to get her until she has it. Right, right. And that, so it's a, it, basically his name should be Peter McGuffin. Because he's kind of <laughs> what everyone's trying to go after. And, but it's... it's uh, I think there's more to it, though. Yeah. And so we see... Uh, okay, okay. So right now they're at the fort... They're at Fort Lost, what is it, Lost Good? Lost Forlone Hope. Forlone Hope. Yeah, Fort Forlone Hope. And they're preparing for an attack. The attack happens. They're cannon fodder. Um, but they're not able to keep Peter Abernathy in with them because Hale comes in through the back door. And also, you got to remember, when Dolores also said, is really, like, you know, protective of, of uh, Peter Abernathy, but also knows that's because... Of the secrets in him, mm-hmm. but it's also part of her programming that she's kind of has, that she recognizes as programming, so that because she's awake, but um, she has a connection with him as a father. Do you mm-hmm. think she knows? About, well, she knows, uh, yeah, because Bernard said, oh, there's all this stuff happening. Hidden in there. Bernard just she, tells her. It, yeah. 
that this is like well i know core. he tells her what is wrong that there is like that he's fighting with the different personalities uh, maybe i need to watch it again i, didn't, I thought I didn't she could see the, the tablet device and see no, that there's i don't think she it. was there when well, he was no, no, forcing he, it he also said he she knows that there's information on there mm. that they want okay. because remember he's like you know every anywhere you go with him oh you're right you're right yeah they're she going says to that, look they're for him mm-hmm. then she's like bring him on yeah yeah so she knows so he's important to her emotionally but also i think she knows that he's a MacGuffin and also needs to keep hold of him um but also remember when he she turns to teddy and says you're the only one i have left because that's kind of connects her to dolores that was like a death knell dude i was like that's it for teddy but you also and it always remembers they're setting up this interesting storyline with her and teddy because you have the first episode where it's hey you this ends with me and you this ends Mm -hmm. with me and you kind of going off having a happy ending then we see that Teddy's dead in the water and also I was reminded when looking at his IMDb just to make sure okay his name is Teddy because he just so many different names his name's Teddy Flood that's his last yeah. name yeah <laughs> his last name is Flood yep oops and that's like a death that's saying how he dies yeah um so <clears throat> and this might be why because she tells him to to take the rest of the Federales that survive I want to ask you guys before we get too far. Uh-huh. What did you think of that battle action sequence? What do you mean? I liked it. I okay. thought it was good. Okay. Again, I just really I'm excited to see the mashing up of different war styles. To me, like yeah. that, it's one of my favorite things about fantasy that I don't think is utilized enough. It's like, oh well, they're just having like an airship battle, or oh, it's like a ground battle. But like people have very distinct uh. ways of fighting, and so to see like. In old Western style fighting with the wood barricades, well, that's come up against like thing. modern technology. I was surprised that with the security detail kind of just walking out. It kind of felt like they, they didn't still have had a lot of faces cover. exposed, and yeah. like some of them went down. Yeah, and they didn't have a lot of cover. And I thought that was like, if I think about it too hard, it's a little. So this but is why I asked. Cannon fodder. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, what were because you getting at? I love this show. This mm-hmm. is my favorite show on TV. The production quality is insane, mm-hmm. um, but you can't be perfect at everything. I think the focus on the narrative and the story, especially this episode, is great. But I think this is—it's an awful action sequence. Like you—you you even noticed the first time you saw it. There's like no bullet sprays. There's no. There's no intensity. You're not like in it at all. You're just kind of like watching it happen. And then also the way the guards act. The it's—it's it's just not. Well, it's just, from I, what I get from them, and especially how cinematic they can be at certain times, it was very, very underwhelming. Yeah. So, like, so I'm—I'm I'm really glad that this is not really a western show that there's all mm. this other thought that is that's what is the show is about and that's why um you know it, it didn't ruin the episode for me but if we get another battle later <laughs> on the season i really hope they spend some more time like getting some coverage that gets you in it because it was this it was just not i'll agree with you about like the design elements as far as like the dirt the bullets uh but i i, I felt to me it felt like these guys were then cannabis because she comes up she's like who are those guys? Because they were initially, it seemed to me, they were just sending up one group. Right. These just, guys were maybe going to like slip in the back, do what mm-hmm. they got to do and get out. And she was like, yeah, they're actually going to come with me. And then they sent out this other entire wave. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, if both sides are playing at the same game is kind mm-hmm. of what I walked away from that battle. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's, yeah, I think the mission was to get Abernathy, really. And while the security forces are just trying to take down as many of the power players as yeah. they can, as many of the dangerous I just people. want, I just want. But also... 
I just want one, one note I want to say from the perspective is I think this was from Dolores's perspective, which mm. is that why would we be weren't. My yeah. yeah, which is why we weren't really down there, and we were seeing the the chess pieces, right, mm-hmm. rather than actually being a chess piece. I get that. Uh, uh, Tunde in the chat says security detail was garbage. Might as well just hand them their P nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just compared it was to a like weird fight. The like, intensity strange. of of some of the fights at the Few end of season one, mm-hmm. like especially it's in the just, hallway, like so good. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. timing, the edits, the mm-hmm. angles. There's just certain ways that you shoot action in gunfights. It just and was, this weird. was not it. They didn't have enough cover in my mind. Like it, it's weird well, that they, they did, but you never see them shoot for cover. There's no shots of them peeking. There's no barrel shots. Right. There's well, no apparently... aim shot. You see the shot because that's yeah. what you want to see when you're seeing gun shoot. That's how you shoot action. Right. But this this is what happens when you have people who are not making an action TV show mm. shoot an extended action sequence. True, it wasn't a battle of the no. monsters. And and no. even then, <laughs> that he, exactly. Yeah. That and and, and I would. I mean, that's an incredibly high standard. But come on, it's HBO. It's this HBO. Is like, mm. And they've been and they've been building this up too, kind of like this, this clash of these forces that there's mm-hmm. going to be all these big people, these different fighting styles, like you said. Well, they have other moments even better, like when they first arrive and then. And uh, Dolores has the people come out of the woods. That was more dramatic. Yeah, yeah, that moment, yeah. I'm like, oh. All right, I don't want to spend yeah. too much time on this. Move okay, on. yeah, yeah, yes. we'll move on. I think, also think they were just like, it was basically just an excuse to see a lot of explosions. Yeah, and it's, see, yeah. And see Dolores' plan, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Also, I want to note, before we move on, that Clementine has become this, yes. like... Well, Angela, too. This, yeah, but Angela Some has... widows of... Angela is just yeah. like is is still has this consciousness to her mm-hmm. still, but Clementine's <laughs> like this scary, de- like deathless robot mm-hmm. assassin thing. I think she's still kind of like. Oh, I think she's tweaked, off for sure. So like she yeah, can't. Angela's and she's like super strong. Stuff. I love how she just drags people like mm-hmm. it's no big deal. It's like, well, oh. I mean, as we're talking about virtues, I mean, it's mm-hmm. clear that uh, you know. We're not necessarily here to save everybody. I mean, she says multiple times, like, not everybody right. deserves to survive. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't put a pastor to program certain people to do what it is she needs them to do. Yeah. Uh, and I also... She's very practical. We, we also have, like, she doesn't quite have Maeve's ability to try or Maeve what used to, Maeve mm. used to have, which is try to, like, is able to kind of Jedi mind trick yes. a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really do that. She does this with her influence. And uh, her ability as Wyatt to control Wyatt's mm-hmm. men, and also like then she's you know gets Federales and now she can control Federales. But most of the people that are on her side is because they've convinced yeah. them to be on her side. Mm-hmm. She's rationalizing with them in the terms of that world, which brings us back to Teddy. And when Teddy uh, goes off to shoot those men, he lets them go, and that's going to be a big conflict. And it also brings us back to the virtues of him. Oh. So Dolores is look at him like. Oh, so disappointing. She knew it though. So it was a test. Yeah. She knew but it. But she still was disappointed. Because like, it was interesting that it's in the same episode where Rebus is basically programmed to become Teddy mm-hmm. and then save everyone. And then we see Teddy mm. do what he was always programmed to be, which is be a virtuous man mm. and and like let these people go. And I think that's going to be a big dividing factor. And also that brings us to Maeve, who's in the who's escaping with Lee Sizemore, mm-hmm. is trying to go to find her kid, which she's programmed to find her kid, and uh, and then also with Hector, right? Yes. Hector? yes. And Lee brings up something really interesting in the tunnels, which is the fact that they're holding hands, and Lee freaks out and is like, "You guys aren't like programmed to fall in love with mm-hmm. each other," which does like a few different things. Because we have to also remember 
that Maeve actually went into the programming of Hector and changed his programming to basically line up with hers and be and be dependent on her. This isn't a choice Hector is having. Yeah. I think that's something important to remember and that Lee has has kind of pinpointed and figured out. Well, it's interesting, too, that Lee is not... I mean, he's the, the writes the narrative, but it doesn't seem like he has a programmer mindset to be like, wait, how are yeah. you guys liking each other? Because he just goes, oh, this can't happen. I, I think it'd be more interesting if he's like... Wait, how is this happening? But that harks right back to season one when he's talking to the CEO and he's like, I know something else is happening. She's like, mm-hmm. But do, you don't know what it is, do you? No, yeah. you're stupid. Stop. Right. And yeah. I feel like he's, well, he's a purely emotional, emotionally driven character. And yes. what I found most interesting about this scene was like, oh, like, you're a writer. Of course part of yourself is in these stories. And it's interesting that Hector is the him version. Him is I thought she was able to call be. him out on that so yeah. quickly. He's also, he's just having nerd rage. I feel like this always happens. Yeah. Especially as this is not how my fan fiction is supposed to go. Okay, <laughs> you guys are not supposed to be together. Yeah. It's basically all we do at After Buzz is talk about the shows that we like, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot yeah. of he's just having a discussion. Like, I don't get why these two characters are hooking up. It doesn't make sense. I do not ship them. They're attracted yeah. to each other, but that's it. That's like, totally against their, your character motivation. Okay, yeah. come but, on, writers. But it goes down back into his writer brain, and you yeah. see his own like virtues and subconscious. But also, you see Maeve bend for the first time with him. Where she's like, you know what? The only hands is stupid. I was sad. I'm from, like, oh, if you want to, do it. Well, from there, you kind because of get, like, me. she's, I feel like that's more of her, that's her just waking up more. Yeah. Being like, you know what? You're right. This is, again, kind of like we had it's earlier, just, where uh-huh. it's like they're mm-hmm. recognizing, like, oh, this is the programming. Maeve does not, also is but like. But if she's not programmed to like him, Maeve why couldn't she like him organically? I know, possibly. But also, Hector's not programmed to like her, but she is now. So Hector is being manipulated by Maeve and I think when that discovery happens and if Hector wakes mm. up it's going to be a problem because she's yeah. basically acting like the people that run the park with mm-hmm. Hector. Mm. Why do you think that? Why do you think I that? mean I think I think the lines are very blurry at this point. I think at, in the beginning for for sure, but even then, even when they were first the whole thing that she spent with him was to get him to That's join true. her f- f- willingly. That's and true. So, it seemed like an organic relationship right. building. So yeah, the she whole definitely having manipulated. Sex on the safe. Yeah, she didn't change mm-hmm. his sex. Hashtag safe sex. <laughs> she didn't <laughs> She didn't change his cornerstones. She just, you know, she gave him some new skills and dropped his pain tolerance to or right. raised it to 100,000%. Um but she didn't. She didn't change who he was. That was she. He came of that choice to follow her, and I think that's part of the reason that the whole Isabella scene is really important too. Because he even says, like, all that time I spent up there where you're creating us, seeing how everything goes down, I realized she's not real. Right, you, but he says it in his pre-coded language. Uh-huh. Like, and this is this is my problem right, with like. But, but, when, you, but when you have a child, right? It's these are like these hosts are like children becoming adults. They're mm. realizing what they are. They're learning to follow their own voice, but they're still. Part of them is still that person that how they were raised. They sure. still speak in the same language and lines and stuff that they would. It may be about different things. Like that line is supposed to be about Isabella, but now it's not. But that it's still part of his subconscious. Yeah. It's still who he is. I would say that if we didn't see her go into his like code and change mm. it, she doesn't change. She, she she does. She doesn't change his his like. I'm saying there's a there's there there's the gray. There's the question about yeah. whether he well, really I, loves like her. Like I said, not. it's blurry. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Now that we've defined the blurry, now we can see something definite, which is fire, uh, man on fire, running down the hall, 
and we get to come back to Armistice oh, yeah. with a cool mm-hmm. robot hand. Yes. Was she talking before? Did she talk last season? She yeah. talked to yeah. Oh, yeah. Not she much. Talked. She talked to yeah. I was like, Oh, yeah, she's she just so lot. cool. Okay. She doesn't talk often. She usually just has one badass phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Shoots people. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. But she had a whole talk about like what her oh, you're right, tattoos right, 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 right. mean and everything. Yeah. She talks a lot. And we also, we also see Sylvester and Felix, yeah. which uh, it'll be online shortly. I was able to speak with Leonardo. Uh, okay, cool. At, we don't have uh, that queued up. It's going to be somewhere no, else. No, I'll post it online. It's not up yet. Um, okay. But check that out because then I was like, so is Felix coming back? And he's like, well, just wait for the next episode. Oh. Kind of thing. And I was like, oh, and now he's back. So I think there'll be more with Sweet. him. Sweet. So we'll have a nice little, like, it's good timing. Nice little yes. tiny interview with, with Felix. Yeah. And he's cool. working on a movie. So we, you can look at that soon. Nice. The cats are back. Yes. The cats are back. These are characters that I have a little. <laughs> I don't know. They're they're my like kind of weak spot of Westworld to be a little honest. Mm-hmm. Qua Felix, really? He's my favorite. It's only because mm-hmm. I like the actors a lot, but I think that uh, I just didn't understand. They're like rewatching the first season. I'm just like, why are they following everything that sh- that Maeve does? Because like, they're the schleps. I I really like the idea of like, especially in a work environment where you're just like, I don't. Care. I don't get paid enough to deal yeah. with people putting knives to my throat. Uh-huh. Like whatever I gotta do to get out of here, it's fine. I, I like the idea of like just how is the average Joe dealing with this freaking job, this crazy job. They seem to make it pretty clear that Dallas does not really take care of their the lower level employees. No. They kind of treat yeah. them like cattle. Well, I, so I feel like if I if that was me, I would yeah sure sign me yeah. up. Robot okay. Revolution. Okay. I, I was able to speak with him last year at the same festival, and then I was like, so is he? Is Felix in love with Maeve? And it's like, well, who wouldn't be? It's right. like yeah. he's just following, and then yeah, he's there. It's at the bottom of the food chain. Probably isn't treated well whatsoever. And then this like awesome bean is like, do you want to follow along? And he's like, okay. Also, I would imagine too, if you're any type of techie or programmer, you know, yes, you have these theories about it. AI mm-hmm. and stuff. And now this yeah. thing that you worked with is now alive and is basically like a, mm-hmm. a demigod, yep. super strong, can well, control he was beings. Working like, with the bird before, and now this yeah. is a way yeah. cooler yeah. project. I'm glad he's back into play because yes. I think now is a chance to really see what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get to the the uh, Sierra Mountains. They're trying to get to where their family is. But Lee Sizemore does not know the park very well. The Klondike narrative. And they do Sports. not end up... At first I thought they were going to lead up like, oh no, they're going to meet cannibals. Because when it's mm-hmm. Westworld and there's snow, the people are eating each other. But uh, what we find instead is that they're at... Shogun World. I do want to point out really quick, I think it's very important the whole Ghost Nation coming after Sizemore too. Uh-huh. And Maeve trying her Jedi mind trick and it not working on the Ghost mm. Nation. Right. Yeah. Well, no. Joelle was making a good point. Technically, she's not speaking their language, if that matters. I don't know if we yeah, need to hear maybe. Lakota, but maybe. I know that I'm sure that the programming for different spaces and different bots have different like yeah. code words. Makes sense. And she's she knows the Westworld community. Okay. True, and it could also be because someone else is in charge of the Ghost Nation. That's my theory. Yes. I think it's either it's like a, a relic of Ford's plan. Or this is where Elsie is. She's uh, reprogrammed the Ghost Nation yeah. to save people. But we saw people. Lee program some Ghost Nation stuff last season, right? Yeah, that, he, but that was before the new narrative. Fair. Mm-hmm. Right. That was before Ford's narrative journey tonight. We, we know that they We've seen... Yeah. So, because they took... Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, the... What, Which oh, one? Give me some hints. Uh, the the Delos guy that looks like uh, Matt Damon. Oh, um, he's a Hemsworth. Brad. 
Oh yeah, yeah. The young, the Brad? little one. Yeah, I was forgetting. About that. <laughs> yeah, they took him right last time we saw uh-huh. him. Now he's alive. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they, when they're coming after Sizemore, it's not like they're like throwing their spears and axes. They're. It's almost like a police like. Yeah, he's coming. Just with don't us. hurt nobody. Okay, mm-hmm. we just can take him with us, right? And this is a. And then they show up to to find the girl. How do they know that she's there? Right. It, it doesn't. Could... Seem, it doesn't seem too threatening. I mean, they they could kidnap her and do mm-hmm. something crazy. But it, I think mm-hmm. they're out there saving humans. It could also be. It could also be um, maybe they haven't started doing this until Grace shows up, who's uh, from the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. We also know Elsie. This is a bit of a spoiler, so if you don't want to hear this, you know we're almost done anyway, so you can stop listening to us. Mm-hmm. But spoiler alert! But Shannon Woodward has has tweeted that she that Elsie is going to return in some way or form. Nice. We don't know if this is through a flashback. Yeah, it could be a flashback on this. Or show. we don't know if she is still alive. We don't know. There's no body, so no death. So yeah. she could still come back. Um, I guess other we so it ends with Shogun World, and we Stubs. know that they're stuck. They're stuck in that world, and they're trying. They need to figure out. And now mm-hmm. we know how Maeve gets the saber. This so is my least favorite cliffhanger in Westworld history. Yeah, oh it's like God. it's such a te- It's a tease for something that's already been teased. They teased mm-hmm. it at the end of season one. Like if you're gonna show it to us, show it to us. Don't like we're all gonna come up next week to see the episode. I mean, Nobody's they just gotta end the episode somehow. And there was a lot of threads that to just have the ending and with the head dude the head was perfect you're like oh decapitated head scary and they could have just left it from there i guess i mean it was just fine for me i thought it was cool yeah it's just like yeah. it's just a, a way to end it it's was, all anticlimactic um, i'm like oh well, there's blue. a sound yeah. in the woods but the it's head gotta... was more climactic yeah it just be- felt the same because no because a cliffhanger leaves you wanting to you're like what is going to happen next but now they're going to fight. They're going to jump back in and they're going to be fighting. No, they're yeah. probably, no, probably going to be over. Yeah. They can do that, too. Yeah, that's they, even worse. They, they do that a lot the where they're jumping around in time. <laughs> that's even worse. So any other predictions that we have? We can also talk about what's uh, on the next week on that we saw. Mm. And now, Ooh. you're after Buzz um, TV. We didn't really ask it specifically, but do we think that Hale knows or highly suspects Bernard is uh, not human now. I feel like... The way she looked at him, the way she talked to him. She's suspicious about what his motives are. Okay. And But I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I have another mini spoiler. Uh-huh. This is from one of the teasers. Some people may have seen it, some people have not. There is a shot of Hale in, like, a room that's just, like, got, like, copies of mm-hmm. Bernard. Right. So this, mm. may, this may happen after... Or this may have happened in between oh, right. after so they're separated. I, but at least she'll seems, discover yeah. She did definitely, like, I, and I can see why some of it would be like the, hey, I asked you to help me look for this guy, and now I can't, I haven't found him. He seems to keep slipping away, and here you are unharmed. Yeah, but also it could be knows. like, yo, I know you're a robot, what's up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it I could think be. she does. I feel like she doesn't know, but she's suspicious of him mm. right now. If mm-hmm. she does know, it's interesting that she keeps it to herself yeah, at this why? point. Yeah, why? Well, I, I mean, some people have... I've seen this theory out that people think everybody knows at that point. Like when he walks up and they have Bernard's face on that card mm-hmm. and just kind of the way that some people treat him. Some people are thinking that he, this mm-hmm. whole thing has just been like, let him let him walk around and think. Let's see what he does. Yeah, and just see where he well, shows us and see. What, I don't think so. Yeah. I think the cards are just these are the people you should look for. Yeah, these maybe, are the people maybe, in charge. Maybe. And uh, but uh, we don't know who's controlling Bernard. We don't know if Bernard's controlling Bernard. We don't know if uh, Dolores is controlling Bernard, and we don't know if maybe Hale put something in Bernard mm. that we don't know yet. I think That's he's true. controlling himself. I think so too, but we mm. also just don't know. Yes, We're surviving no, right. off in the, the programming you know. that was yeah. already. So that's something there, and we do see next week that um, 
It looks like in the in the next week the Man in Black is back. Yes, and, and he uh, talks to our Federales who escaped yep. Major Craddock, and we know that if you befriend Major Craddock, you get a host of men. So it may be well, Man in Black is is we don't know how many are left. Well, well they all him. left. We all well, they at like least s- get five or six <laughs> men, yeah, six guys, <laughs> much less of an army, more you know like a small militia, uh, but also. We know that as much as been designed of the game that he's on right now is he's supposed to do it alone. So it would be interesting to me if he was able to get an army now. Well, what do you mean by that? Because what was it? Episode one, they were like episode he went two, two, yeah, two yeah. yeah. Last episode, he went to go get an army, and they all killed themselves. And then Jean Carlo yeah, Esposito was, was like, "You got to do this on your own." Well, that was because of that guy kind of waking up and being like, "We're not. I'm not going to let you mm-hmm. take over this army." I'm gonna order. Uh, uh, you didn't that was, feel that that, that was, was a pre-programmed Robert. line from that Robert was, to be like, "Hey, I, I mean, do you it, think it that's for it? Was it just like the yeah, girl it was from both. last, just like the girl from last season? Uh, oh, the little girl turns around and yeah, looks up at him. This is not like, for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got this. We but got, that's Bernard. I mean, that's Arnold who programmed no, the girl. Well, I don't. No. Arnold. Could yeah, have, Arnold's a girl. Arnold's a girl, and he's just like leaving stuff open. No, I think that's Robert. Okay, but I'm saying it's Arnold. I'm saying like that's okay. what I think, and that's what you think. Right. But mm-hmm. it's I. I think what ended up happening is Ford is leaving the maze open for the people that are already mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But it's also Ford is what like maze? putting the stuff. The maze to of to to get to the of your sentience. Sentience. He's leaving the stuff. Anyways, we got to wrap. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we can end <laughs> that on us disagreeing on something. What questions? Ugh. But. uh... Thank you for joining us. Uh, where can they find you, Nate? Oh, guys, you can find me on all social media at DogLikeNate. And you guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. <laughs> Thank you very much for chiming in the chat. If you didn't watch it live, no worries. Comment down below. Hi, guys. I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet. At Joel Monique, uh, Nerdist has a Black Panther uh, documentary coming out. I was able to go and do that today. It was super awesome, so check that coming out soon. And then again, if you're going to be in Ontario, California, not next weekend, but the following weekend for the Comic-Con, I will be there. I've got two Star Wars panels, including one on Thrawn, uh, a Darkwing Duck panel, and I'm so excited to talk to Jason Aaron about Scout and the Legendary Comics. So if you see me, say hey. Nice. And I'm Dave Child. You can find me at MRDaveChild or DaveChild.com. If you disagree with any of the stuff we're talking about, please talk to us on all these social medias. Also, feel free to please give us five stars, follow us on iTunes, subscribe, do all that stuff. Uh, We love you, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 